Welcome to In Good Faith. My name is Chelsea Smith. And I'm Judah, her husband. Hey, hey. And together we (laughs) pastor a community of faith called Church Home. We also get to raise three kids together. So we have a lot of conversations. And we've been married for 21 years on my Hello, which brings us to our topic today, which is marriage and relationships. But my favorite part about this conversation today is that we didn't have it alone. We got to have some incredible guests and friends alongside of us. Yes, some of our favorite people in the whole wide world. And that is none other than Justin and Haley Beaver. And this conversation, to me was so much fun. Oh my goodness, it was outrageous. Because we walked through this journey with them of their relationship for a lot of years, but listening to them talk about the then and the now, their teenage self. It was so thrilling. And the incredible relationship that they've arrived at now, but yet the painful journey that they endured and stuck out to get there was really incredible to hear about in their own work. Yeah, I think it was like we witnessed some of this, but then to kind of get into what was really going on and what were you feeling, that was so really meaningful conversation in our journey together. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, and we also asked them yeah. like, why? Why did you get married so young? That was really interesting Yeah, as it was well. great. But hey, how do we know Justin Haley? Right, yeah. Patty Millette, Patty, I love you. Uh, Justin's mom uh, brought Justin to an event I was speaking at in Toronto, Canada. Chelsea and I were there. We were not even married yet. We were both 21. And the year um, was 1999. Oh my gosh, stop. We don't want to put a year <laughs> to it. But Patty so enjoyed the message. She got the cassette tapes of my preaching, cassette tapes, and played them for Justin when he would go to bed at night. So when we finally did meet at his show in Everett, Washington, he made a joke. He was and 14 said, or 15. Yeah, he says, your preaching's been putting days. me to sleep for years or something. And we laughed, but... Uh, we are, we're a lot like family, and this was a conversation that was so meaningful, and uh, we are so excited yep. to share yep. it right here. We really believe you're going to enjoy it and get some really significant takeaways, so enjoy the talk. Here we go. Okay, I am so excited about what is happening right now in our kitchen here on our podcast. Two of our favorite human beings that quite literally have changed our life. Absolutely. And our family's life. Not even a slight exaggeration. It is our thrill and honor to welcome to our podcast, Justin and Haley Bieber. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) Well, I would like to reciprocate because that was very kind, but you guys have also... uh, Changed our life, so we appreciate being here. So thank you for having us. This is thank fun you. for us because we're actually friends in real life. So <laughs> you don't have to thank. We, we will not be thanking our friendship today. Hang and talk, and you know. Jude and I were laughing today, thinking about your wedding. Do you remember this moment? It was so beautiful. The wedding was perfect, flawless. Haley, you're gorgeous. Justin, you looked incredible, but everything was a little bit. It's your wedding, so mm-hmm. everybody I got is just very so, nervous. Yeah, it was. It was crazy. I've actually never seen you to probably quite that nervous in all I got of nervous everything that I he's done. Like, Justin, you were you started to kind of like, whoa, this is a moment. Did you yeah. feel a little nervous? I was definitely nervous. That was probably the most out of body experience I've ever had in my life, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be honest, everybody's like, your wedding's so magical. And it was, and it was really special, but it's also really awkward. <laughs> I hate to say that. 
I find it really uncomfortable to have like the attention be on me in that way. Mm. And I don't. So that's why it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's we wouldn't have guessed. Like, I'm used to this. There had been so much back and forth for a long time about the wedding. At one point mm. it was like a huge wedding where like all these different people and everyone was invited and then we cut it down so small. And there was, there was a lot that was going on before the wedding between you and I that we were figuring out. And I think we both felt like we should have a wedding for our families. And I wanted to have a wedding because I didn't ever want to look back and be like, I didn't get to wear the dress. My dad didn't walk me down the aisle. I wanted to experience that. I think also just the idea of what marriage means, right? And the significance and the seriousness of that step, right? And just making that commitment. It really is a step of faith to have all these people watch us as we Whoa. declare our love for one another in front of the people that we care know, about your the parents most. are yeah. there and I don't want to let her parents down. But the thing that was so interesting is we were already married for a year. It's not like that was a big day. We were signing it over. Like we were already mm-hmm. married right. and living yeah. together for a year. I just think that it made it very real to be in front of everybody. Yeah. But once the ceremony was over, I think we let yeah, loose, we a got to let loose a lot more. One of the best nights of all of our lives. Yeah, it was very fun. The whole weekend was so special. People still talk to me about it to this day. Everyone who was there is like, can we do your wedding again? It was the most fun. We had the best time. I just think when you're the bride and groom, as much as the dress and like the whole thing was for us, it it was for everybody else. Okay, but that says so much about how you guys live your life. Like you live your life for other people and you're just so giving and thoughtful all the time. Well, and I think that's what meant a lot to me is I felt... Justin, you felt it was sacred. Marriage is a is a really special thing to us four. And it's something that we think is super sacred. And I could see that in you. You were like, okay, this is not a game. A game yeah. Like I'm yeah. about to profess publicly to the people that matter most to me that this is the woman I choose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And bro, I saw it in your eyes and I was like, I got so nervous. I was like, yeah. bro, this is weighty. Mm-hmm. Life, because it it was a lifetime commitment to both. I mean, both of you were mm-hmm. passionate. About and that. I think I don't know. I, I it was so fast on the second time around. But I think for people who didn't know our history and know how much time we'd spent together, to just be like, oh man, they've been together for six months and now they're getting married. What's going on? There was there was a lot of narratives that were floating around. Everybody was like, oh, they got together because because we did. We got together in June. We were engaged in July. We were married in September. So obviously it's really, really quick. But I think for everyone who knows the story, we didn't just meet each other. Right. Yeah. yeah, And I think that was something I was trying to fight against a lot in the beginning where I'm trying to explain it to people. I've literally known this boy since mm-hmm. I was... No, you're not a boy. Sorry. I've known this man. <laughs> since he yeah. was a boy. Since, since he, he was, was a boy. boy. Yeah, yeah. We've known each other since we were kids. We dated when I was a teenager. We've just had so much back and forth with each other. It's maybe not the most conventional way. Who cares about being conventional? conventional? Yeah. yeah, like who cares? You live unconventional lives. A hundred percent. This is what we felt was the right decision for the both of us. And I think we'd had conversations when we were younger and we always knew if we ever do get back together, it will be with the intention of getting married. We mm-hmm. used to say that to each other and talk about that. I don't think it was that surprising for yeah. us. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I ever thought it would be that soon. I didn't mm-hmm. think I would be getting married at 21. I, I always used to think in my head of oh, Justin and I ever get it back together. I will be like a little bit older and <laughs> it'll be later in life. And God was like, yeah, that's really funny because, because here you go. Here's you at 21. <laughs> and you were so, 22. Uh, no, I was 25, 24, 24. When we got married, he was 24. Okay, and I was 21 correct, babe, yeah. when we got <laughs> married. And then I turned 22 
two months later after we got married. So the three of us were all 21 when we got married. You were like the mature. Yeah. You're like the, the grown uh, married man. Yeah, the season. But if you think about it for like this time, being 24 oh and being a young oh. man and getting married is like out of this question, very rare. That doesn't happen. But I think that was the other part of it when people were really not understanding. He's lived like four different lifetimes mm. for somebody that age. And I think that's why we say we've learned so much from Justin because you have gone through so much, so many life experiences so far beyond your age mm-hmm. and you've learned from them. You're so wise Thank and you. such a good leader. But how did you know you wanted to get married? I mean, that's pretty amazing. Well, I, I know you guys both know this. I've always had that fairy tale idea of just wanting to have a wife and kids and have a family. And um, it's just has always been attractive to me, the idea of that. Which is amazing because your mom and dad were never married to each other mm-hmm. or your mm-hmm. mom was never married to anybody else. Mm-hmm. I just seen movies and stuff. Aww, <laughs> baby. Favorite movie? I've I know this answer. Um, Rocky's definitely one of them. Um, what were the one? Movie. What was the one you were thinking? Notebook. The Notebook. Oh yeah, yeah, the Notebook. I love romance. I love romance so much. You do. You're, You're very it. romantic. I always found it very interesting in the times where Justin and I were maybe not cool with each other and didn't speak, and everybody always wondered why I ever held on to the idea or like hoped maybe it would work out. Is because the conversations that we were always having behind closed doors were like. This is like a guy who has done it all, seen it all, is like super successful, toured the world, had anything that you could possibly want or need to have. And we're having pillow talk conversations of him telling me my biggest goal in life is to have like a healthy family. And in my head, I'm just like, I just don't think that that is BS because he doesn't have to say that. That doesn't have to be what he wants. You'd be impressed with Mm. him even if he didn't say that. Like he could say, my goal is to own six houses and have this and have this. And it would be so attainable for him. But the biggest thing in his heart that he always wanted Mm -hmm. was that. We always had so many conversations about what were our goals? Where did we want to end up at a certain age we always talked about wanting to be married and be young and have a young family and have kids young and I think there was always a lot of like alignment between the two of us Mm -hmm. like where we wanted to end up and I just kept thinking I don't think he has to say those things I just genuinely think that's what he wants out of his life Mm. and it was true I knew it (laughs) (laughs) but I think that's impacted Chelsea and I personally on such a deep profound level and our kids who You both are their heroes, but I've lost count how many times, I'll just say it on the record, how many family moments the Smiths have had where I said, Uncle Justin, what does he want more than anything in life? A family like we have. Mm -hmm. I think Uncle Justin could have anything in the world, but what does he want most? He wants what we have. That's how special what we have, a family that loves each other, Mm -hmm. that has dinners together and that's been the message for, I mean, like 12, 10 years now to mm-hmm. my kids. Um, and so it's amazing because you guys say that maybe you've learned some things from us, but not only Chelsea and I personally, but our, our own kids, knowing that if Uncle Justin and Aunt Haley care so much, their priority is a family and to love and serve each other and, and make memories how valuable and how special is what we have. And mm-hmm. it's added so much value. And I think I think you're doing that for the world though, too. Mm -hmm. Like all all your fans and admirers around the world are like, whoa, it must be 
something really special and a big deal to have a family Mm -hmm. and to love each other and take care of each other and Mm -hmm. listen and Mm -hmm. laugh and make memories and watch shows that you... (laughs) So that's become a bigger priority for us because of you two. And um, I'm, I'm so grateful for that. Why specifically is the marriage family such a priority? I had experienced so many things in my life, so many milestones and traveled the world and seen everywhere in the world. And I just got to a place where I was lonely and I just didn't want to do it all alone. And so... I realized it was like some serious healing I needed to to go through in order to get to a place where I could be in a healthy, serious relationship because I had a lot of trauma and scars. So I just committed to working on those things and getting healthy. And luckily, Haley just accepted me as I was. Even when we got married, there was still a lot of damage and hurt that I still needed to work through. But you've seen my heart through it all. and. Mm-hmm. Um, I could cry thinking about it, um, to be honest. Yeah. I just came to a point where I was like, there's no other, there's no other thing that I want more. I have to say, like Jude and I got to see that hard work mm-hmm. yeah. that you did, even for the couple of years when the two of you weren't talking and weren't really friends. And Haley, I was so glad we got to keep up a relationship in that yeah. time. But Justin, you did really hard work. Thank you. Yeah. You did really and hard work. And I didn't work. even, by the way, I there was a lot of that that I didn't even know was going on because I wasn't a part of it. And I'm totally fine with that. It's just, I'm grateful that you decided to do the work. There was nights where mm-hmm. I was journaling that I was like talking about you, not knowing that it was you that I was going to marry. Just praying for my wife, just praying that God would um, Whoa. just uh, protect her. And uh, just as I knew that I was preparing myself for her, that he would be preparing my wife for me. And it turns out that that actually was the case because we talked about what our lives were like a lot in the time that we weren't cool with each other. And it's not sad anymore because we're here and we're together. It's actually very sad when we didn't speak. When we were younger, this is a guy who was telling me to my face, I really do think you could be the person that I marry and someone I can really see myself having a family with. And then Mm -hmm. I did something that really hurt him. And I think that kind of maybe took that idea. Mm Mm-hmm of his mind at that point because he was like I thought she Mm -hmm. might be the person I was going to marry and then she did something very immature and stupid and it changed my mind about her and Mm -hmm. I think that was obviously confusing I was confused about stuff that you like it was just like a lot of like back and forth but there was really one solidified moment where I think it damaged the idea of me for you. Yeah, I think so too. But I actually think that's so beautiful that here you guys are as teenagers right. with the chemistry that you still have that's now, but then you went your separate ways for a bit. And I think that time was important. I really do. I, I think agree. that time was yeah. important for me as like a young woman. He was on tour and I think needed to be single and do his own thing. And I think the same thing for myself. And find your identity for who you are as Haley Baldwin mm-hmm. before you were Haley Bieber. And yes. Because there was already so a lot true. of association between the yeah. two of us, even as just Haley Baldwin when I was mm-hmm. a teenager. So, well, And I think your confidence is astounding. I always tell you that. <laughs> You're just you. so at ease with yourself and your confidence. Mm-hmm. And being Justin's wife is a very unique role that mm-hmm. takes yeah. a lot of confidence mm-hmm. and a really strong good identity. days and bad days <laughs> definitely don't we bad all days, yeah. but getting back to the question even before of why I think that I always wanted to like have a person I think if I look at my family life and like my parents mm-hmm. 
they were like best friends my whole Mm. life and they were together since they were 19. So I think that a big part of the stability that I bring into even our relationship Mm -hmm. is because I grew up in a home where I watched my parents be together. I know a Mm -hmm. lot of people, that's not the case for them. Mm -hmm. And it can be damaging sometimes to grow up in a house where you don't see a loving relationship and you don't see your parents get to be together. So I think that being raised that way, I just knew that I wanted to be able to have my own person. Yeah, because I didn't, I didn't get to see my mom and dad interact together. Like, which is together. always why I was so surprised that that was your goal. Because usually, right. I think it's it's mm-hmm. one way or the opposite. You don't ever want to be married because you're too afraid of that kind of commitment, and yeah. you were never like that. No, I was like, I want to have what I didn't have. Exactly, you know? exactly. And him and I come from two very opposite, like not opposite like faith upbringings, but opposite home life upbringings. Mm-hmm. And I grew up with right. two parents, with two parents together, and yeah, different environment, completely different environment. family dinners and all that stuff. So I think mm-hmm. that it's really cool that with that being how I was brought up, I can bring that into our relationship. And as you guys hold each other, I love it so <laughs> much. There was a time; it was probably one of the more painful stretches watching Justin um, really face mental health challenges Mm -hmm. that he's talked openly about. And by that time you guys were together and I remember looking at you and I want to say publicly um, and I could get emotional, but I won't um, in Jesus name. I will not (laughs) like I use the name of Jesus to not cry. You know, who does that? But um, uh I was taken aback. I was Mm. floored. I couldn't believe your strength. Mm. I couldn't believe your resolve. There were moments where none of us knew, including Justin, what was going on Mm. in his molecular structure, in his brain, in his body, because of his own unique journey and challenges. And there's a lot of relationships out there where maybe one person in the relationship is is really going through it mentally Mm. and emotionally. And the other person can so easily feel helpless. Mm. Mm -hmm. But I never felt like from you, and I don't know how you did it, Mm. but I never felt like you threw your hands up. I never felt like Mm -hmm. you were like, this is the worst and I hate it. I had moments. I do remember I would like call my mom on the phone. It's so funny because when you get older and you move out and you're like, peace, parents. (laughs) But then you're crumbling and the only person you want to talk to is your mom and your dad. I think I called my mom a lot through that process because I know a lot of really hurtful stuff and really hard stuff she had to go through with my dad. And I do think my mom is a very strong woman as well. And I started to realize that more going through my own situation being married. And I remember I called her a few different times, one particular time when we were in Brooklyn and I was calling her, I was like crying and I was like, I just can't do it. Like there is no way that I'm going to be able to do this if it's going to be like this forever. forever. And I just remember she was so calm on the phone and she was like, it's going to pass and you're going to be Mm -hmm. fine. And he's going to be healthy and we're here for you. And I do feel like we just had a lot of support. Mm -hmm. I think if I didn't have support, it would have been 10 times harder. And it was already the hardest thing of my life at the time. So I also just think I was in it. I made a decision. I know for a fact that I had loved this person Mm -hmm. for a very long time and now would not be the time to give up on him. I just wouldn't do that to him. Imagine abandoning somebody in the middle of the Mm. worst time of their life, potentially. Mm. I just, I'm not that type of a person. So (laughs) I was going to stick it out no matter what the outcome was going to be. It was really hard. I'm so grateful that you did. (laughs) 
there was days where I literally was like, I don't know if he's going to be okay. Something like really deep down inside mm. of me was like, he's going to get through it. I just don't know. I didn't know how long it was going to take. Yeah. That's what I think it was, was no the guarantees. Thing. But yeah. you just, was no guarantees. Right? I was having these out of body experiences where I would say things like, I, I just feel my hands in a weird way, my arms in a Very weird, weird way. sensory. Sensory stuff. Yeah. Justin, is there a monumental moment that you can recall where you're like, Whoa. It was like a breakthrough? Yeah. With Haley, with yourself. Man. I just think it was time. Wow. I think it was just time that healed things. Just us showing up for each other every day. Just being consistent. Me seeing that she wasn't going anywhere. I think I had a lot of like rejection issues and I had to just um, fight through. But just her just continuously showing up every day and being there for me and... I just kept seeing that over and over and over and I just became more secure and more secure with where we were at in our I relationship. I also think like neither of us were going to be the person to say I quit. <laughs> like, <laughs> neither of you us know. were going to yeah. be the one to That's walk right. away from the situation right. because we were just both like, hey, we chose to fight for this. So we're going to keep fighting past yeah. whatever we need to. We started talking to Dr. Molly, mm-hmm. who's like yeah. the biggest angel Love you, Dr. on planet Earth. Love you, Molly. <laughs> Being able to like unpack different stuff and having a third party person. We came to you guys a lot of mm-hmm. times when we were like, he's wrong. No, she's wrong. <laughs> Wait, actually. We're both wrong. We're both wrong. I don't know. I do think like figuring out how to have like a third party person help you navigate through. Looking back, um, I'm pretty sure you were wrong. Are <laughs> you doing that, you know? What's so interesting and I'll actually like be the first to admit this and I've realized it through doing therapy and stuff in the beginning when we were first married, I kept having the attitude of like, well, I'm not the problem. (laughs) I was like living on my own and like, I'm fine. And Mm. then you realize like, nobody's fine. When you're in a relationship, it's 50-50. It can't just be him. And wouldn't you say that like marriage is such a reflection? Like you start- scary. Yes. Yeah, it's it's a revealer. It's a a big revealer. Yeah, I just think it shows us our blind spots because- You'll say, don't do this. And then five minutes later, you're doing that same thing you told them not to do. And you're like, I am a hypocrite. I also Um, hated being told I was not doing right. Because I'm also such a perfectionist. So I'm like, damn, I can't believe I messed up. But yeah, you would get discouraged. But I think you've gotten so much better at that of just taking the constructive criticism. One thing we've learned from them too is sandwiching things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm still trying to be better at that. You're better at that than I am because yeah. I'll be like, you did this and like blah, blah, blah. Like sometimes I just word vomit and he's like, maybe you could have just been like- you just say, I appreciate you for doing X, Y, Z, but maybe you could uh, change this. <laughs> but she'll be like, you need to do this and this and this and this. And I'm just like, I just feel not appreciated. And then that's the problem. I think what Chelsea and I discovered over 21 years now, been married, is we are so decent to perfect strangers. And then so, I don't know if indecent is the right word, but so rude and crude to each other. And at some point I was like, I, I want to do the opposite, actually. Not that I want to be crude and rude to, to perfect strangers, but it, it was actually such a 
I, I didn't like the dichotomy, the delta. I want to do the sandwich effect with her. Hey, this is what I love about you. This is what I see in you. Do you think that the longer you're together, it's like maybe sometimes you just get so comfortable because we're in it and you're my person and you're not going to go anywhere. It's like the classic thing of sometimes you push the people that you love the most because you know that they're not going anywhere. So consistency really was a big healer for you guys. Showing yeah. up every day, little yeah. by little. That's what you're saying. I knew that that was a big deal for him in life in general. Because we started like really hanging out when I was like 17. That little photo of you as little babies, I don't even get me started. Was that the Never Say Never premiere, right? Oh, that was when I was like 14. I cringe when I see that photo. I'm like the weird brown hair. Like what is going on? He's like adorable. but I won't won't stop you from saying that. What I love is you guys have done all this hard work and invested a lot and stuck around a lot, even when Mm -hmm. it wasn't fun. But now you guys are in this amazing, incredible place and you make each other better. I mean, if nobody believes in love, if somebody doesn't believe in love, they walk into a room with the two of you. It's like, oh, I believe in love. Like, it's just, it's just so amazing. So what's what's like the fun, amazing reward that you guys are walking out in marriage right now for all the work that you've done? Like, what's, 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 what's good fun marriage like? Well, Haley and I are actually going to go on a road trip coming up. And we're really excited about that of just like spending time together. I think that's my love language is quality time mm. and yeah, physical and I think touch. it's changed for you. You think? Oh. Yeah, I do. I am a big believer that our love languages, they become stronger than a different one at different times of life. Because at a different time in life, words were really important to you. And I think they still are, but they maybe would have been the priority one. And now you just love spending quality time and Mm -hmm. we love to travel. Traveling is my favorite thing. I love food and I love trying new things. She's really opened me up to really liking dinners. I remember when you were like burgers, fries. When he would go like this and then get strips. Or go to dinner for 10 minutes. I I would would just (laughs) eat for two seconds. You guys wouldn't even have your food yet and, and I'd be, be like, out of right, here. Done. And I'd be like, okay. And then you're so like, Haley is the primary reason that has changed. Yeah, just because she really loves dinners. And so I would take her out to dinners and we'd sit and we would talk and we'd eat and she'd force me to try new foods that I didn't like or that I just would I never, never try. Yeah. She just changed my palate. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy like trying food with wine and like, we're chilling. We don't have kids yet. Every couple that I've ever spoken to is like, yeah, when kids come into the picture, it's very different. Mm -hmm. So I always thought I was like, oh, I want to have kids like right away. I want to have like a kid when I'm like 23. And as the longer I'm married, the less I'm like in any type of rush to have a kid because we're having so much fun. There's time for that. We're going to go on tour together. I mean, I'm the opening act. No, I'm just, <laughs> you're gonna do some I made ballet. it sound like, like I was like singing too. No, I, he's going on tour and I'm joining yeah. on the we bus. We are going on tour. Yeah. <laughs> we are going on tour together. I always said, I would like to experience that with you one time before I'm pregnant or have yeah. like a newborn baby. Because when that happens, I want us to be in it, experiencing it. And yeah. I don't want there to be too many distractions happening. But there's an option of having babies and we adopt them and you guys go on tour. Yeah, like we, we leave them with you the and then like yeah. we'll come visit. that's pretty much all I want. I do really want to be the type of parents where like we take the kids and we just saddle up and we take them everywhere. Mm-hmm. My parents yes. did that with me and mm-hmm. my sister so much. They took us everywhere. My dad was always filming. So it was like Brazil for five months. It was here for four months. I it was here for that. two 
weeks. We're very fortunate, and we can we can do that if we I want said, to. The Smith family take model. To, what we do, we do together. Everywhere. Take those little nuggets. Yeah, take them. I want them to see the world. You guys are going to be, I mean, obviously your kids are going to be like way too cute. They are. Oh my gosh. You're going to be such good We FaceTime. Justin said this morning we were on FaceTime with Kalia and the baby, who's just like the sweetest little squish of all time. Just cheeks. And Justin was like, if we love their baby this much, I don't even know what's going to happen. And the coolest thing about our relationship with this little nugget is because we've had a relationship with him since he was like first born. He responds to us when we're on like FaceTime. Yeah, so like he loves Justin so much. So I'll get on. I'll be like, "Hey, buddy," and his face just lights up, and it just makes my heart. Just I have that like, too with my sister's life. my yeah. sister's baby. I get on FaceTime with her, and I'm like, "Hi, Tinker," and she's like. <laughs> she's got yeah. such a personality right now. Yeah. It's so fun. Oh, the best feeling in the world when you can light up and a baby's do, face. Don't you think on that topic, like enjoying the smile of a baby, the giggle mm. of a child, the um, hummingbird sucking nectar from a flower. Who but, says nectar? We got nectar in palette. <laughs> my dad's favorite bird was a hummingbird. Who says nectar? There's a hummingbird that comes around You're our adorable. house every day. I love hummingbirds. This yeah, tiny same. little hummingbird that's in our yard every day. Every day. So many people listening would be like, man, your life is just jewelry and shows and it's mm. the best. But but here we're talking about the giggle of a little baby on FaceTime mm. or birds or, mm-hmm. or a meal and, and meaningful conversation. Honestly, Justin's had a massive impact in my life in that regard, understanding the uh, the wealth of taking your shoes off and walking in the grass. Yeah. That's, it's mm-hmm. wealth. And at the end of the day, the things that really are most important and most fulfilling and are just our relationship and quality time together and watching movies and having dinners. There's nothing wrong with wanting to attain material things and work hard to get that big dream home, but it's got to be in its place. It can't be priority over this or else, you know, I, I wrote this thing on my Instagram the other day, don't lose what you have going after what you want. So I would just encourage people who have these dreams, go after them, but just don't lose what you have going after what you want. Of course, working hard and- And having purpose and living yeah. your life, mm-hmm. doing what you're good at and, and, and wanting to achieve certain goals. And yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But it's really empty if you're by yourself. It's empty. If right. you, I remember you I was on tour that. and I was staying in these beautiful mansions on the countryside of England and Ireland and all these beautiful places. And I just remember being like alone and being- and like, it's just not, it's, 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 yeah, this is Whoa. what true fulfillment looks like. And, and I couldn't be happier. Very few of us will ever spend nights in mansions in England, but every one of us have a chance to see the beauty in the real simple mm. parts of life. And I think yeah. that's been a super big encouragement. Coming to a close, we've kept you guys long enough, but I, I have to say that I think one of the things that's happening in culture is that you two are making marriage super sexy. Mm-hmm. And that's just the facts. Thank you. You are because you, you make it fun, make it cool. Let me ask this, Haley, what is the sexiest intangible 
about Justin and Chelsea, what's the sexiest intangible about me? Like, it's, like, it's not like just a physical attribute. I know for sure. It's your confidence and humility. You walk with such an incredible confidence and humility at the same time that mm. it's just That makes me super very sexy. proud of that. That would be my, <laughs> my intangible. Hales? For me, it's when I get to watch you do what I know you're put on this planet to do and mm. the way it impacts people. I think that's really, really, really sexy in the way that you just treat people and love people. Thank you, baby. So tour together is going to be great. I'd say the same thing for you. The way mm. that you treat people, the make, way you make people feel when they enter a room. I, I even before we were married, um, one of the things that always made me just so attracted to you was um, the fact that everyone would always just, when they left, I love Haley so much. And that's just, it's cool. I, uh, I must admit, in our heart of hearts, we were like, oh, God. Please let it be Haley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that phone call, I will never forget. Um, when you were like, yeah, it's her. And we were like, yeah! You know? <laughs> um, I love you guys so much. so much. And I am so privileged, both Chelsea and I, on behalf of the whole Smith family. Thank you for being who you are. And I just lastly want to say, I the countenance that both of you have has brought me so much strength and joy over the years, but uh, maybe loving exclusively that one partner in life helps your countenance too, because I think you both glow more, you shine more, your smile, you both make each other better. That's for sure. And I think that's kind of the goal. So yeah. So we do like to pray at the end of every episode and we just really pray a blessing over people. I'm happy to do it or Judicam, but I want to throw it out to you guys if either of you want to. Oh, would love to. Okay. Yeah, you know pray. I'm not a public <laughs> I know, Chelsea. That was tricky. That was tricky. <laughs> Haley, the truth is when you pray out loud in front of people, it's really beautiful. It the way, is. But it doesn't mean that you have to like it. Yeah. But before we pray, I just also wanted to say we love you guys so much. So much. And we know every time we're going to go to dinner together, or sit down, we're going to have some of the most valuable conversations. Mm-hmm. And I know we always walk away being like, couldn't love them more. We're so inspired by them. Mm-hmm. We learn so much from the both of you. So much. We're going to be coming, knocking on your door for advice <laughs> forever. So Just drop the babies off. <laughs> yeah. Drop the babies That's off. Uh, we, just, we love you guys. So grateful for both so of you. So grateful. And your kids who are so incredible. Thank you. And Louie the dog. Oh, Louie the dog. Louie, Oscar's little brother. (laughs) Oscar's little bro. All right. Who's doing it? You want to pray? All right. Well, um, (laughs) God, we just thank you so much. I thank you so much for this life. I thank you so much Mm -hmm. for Judah and Chelsea. I thank you so much for marriage. I thank you so much for what it's done for our lives, God. I just pray that you would just just continue to bless both of our marriages. Mm -hmm. I just pray for... um, just continued confidence and direction. And I just pray that you would um, just continue to speak to us. Um, I pray for this next week as we go on this uh, road trip that you just keep us safe. Um, And um, I pray that you would just continue to show uh, Judy and Chelsea uh, how to be ridiculously awesome parents. (laughs) In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Of course. Well, this Love was fun. This was fun. Thanks, everybody, for listening to In Good Faith. Mm-hmm.
This has been a presentation of OBB Sound, SB Projects, and Cadence 13. Executive produced by Chelsea Smith, Judah Smith, Michael D. Ratner, Scott Ratner, Elias Tanner, Scooter Braun, Scott Manson, James Shin, and Chris Corcoran. Produced by Grace Delia. Co-produced by Kyle Venuya of SB Projects. Produced by Lauren LaGrasso and Serena Reagan of Cadence 13. Edited, mixed, and mastered by Adam Masias. Original composition by Colin Gilliard. Production support from Rachel Cruz. OBB Sound is an OBB media company. Cadence 13 is an Odyssey company.